Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Talksport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. TalkSport Selector is back. Play to win your share of £10,000 or more. Simply select a Premier League team to win each week. If they win, you're through. If they don't, you're eliminated. But here's the twist. You can only select each team once. TalkSport Selector is back. Entries cost just £10. Join now at TalkSport.com slash selector and stay in it to win it. Terms and conditions apply. 18 plus begamblerware.org and please gamble responsibly. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday, and welcome to the last Andy Olsen's TalkSport Daily podcast of the week. Oh, no, not the last one. Yeah, we've done this before, this joke. Oh, yeah, move on. Okay, I will. And we start on The Breakfast Show with Big Alan Brazil, Ali McQuiston, Jamie O'Hara, on the eve of the Premier League season kicking off. And before a ball has even been kicked, Jamie makes possibly one of his biggest claims since joining TalkSport. For me, Harry Kane's still a world-class striker. Uh, he's only 27. He's in his prime. So, um, yeah, he, he had a, he had a bad injury last season. He, I mean, his hamstring, you know, you've seen it on the, the All or Nothing documentary. It was a bad injury. It takes time to come back from that. And, you know, he had obviously the lockdown off. He come back, he looked sharp. He looked all right. I mean... You know, you're talking about the England games where he looked a little bit fatigued, but they were just that, that. Them games were just a waste of time, in my opinion. You know, it's just complete waste of time. I think he's still got so much to offer. For me, he's still worth 150 million pound. With Prime Minister Boris Johnson confirming there will be a review into the return of fans to sports stadiums from October the first, Simon Jordan, Katie Price's ex-husband, told Jim White how much it will cost each weekend for clubs to not have fans back in the Premier League. There was a fear culture being built about the fact that this could happen not now, not before the end of 2020, and not before the end of the season. So, right, you're correct that it might be a tall order to get everything in October. place by October the 1st. And if you look at the cost implications of what that means, it probably means about 40 to £50 million pounds every weekend that the Premier League clubs are losing. So if you look at the dynamics of 38,000 fans as the average attendance across, across the 10... 10 games, yeah. 20 clubs. The average attendance is 38,000, right? So 380,000 fans rock up on a normal day to 10 Premier League games to see 20 clubs play, right? If you look at that and say that's probably about average about £50 a ticket, it's about it's around about 17, 18, 19, 20 million on gate receipts, plus commercial revenues, plus match day expenditure. You're probably looking at the dynamics of about £50 million every weekend fans aren't in Premier League stadiums. The Fulham boss, Scott Parker, has been speaking to TalkSport's James Savindra ahead of their opening game of the season back in the Premier League against Arsenal tomorrow. That's live on TalkSport, don't you know? 
Scott started by telling James that Mikel Arteta has Arsenal moving in the right direction, which is a bit pointless because there's no direction yet because no one's actually played the game. So you're static, stationary. So no direction whatsoever. They're a quality team, Arsenal. They have an array of, of, of talent. Mikel's done a fantastic job in, in a short space of time and they have all players all over the pitch to, to hurt them. But like always, like last year, like the same issue, we will prepare for this game to try and get a result. We will prepare for this game to try and hurt them where we feel we can hurt them and punish them. And the same likewise for them. We understand their threats. We understand where they can hurt us. And again, we'll try and counteract that and, and try and limit them. So... Yeah, I think like every team, we all understand where certain teams' weaknesses are. Arsenal's, Man City's, okay, very rare. They have big weaknesses, but they're ones what you want to try and exploit when you can. So that's what we're trying to prepare to do. And that game between Fulham and Arsenal, as I mentioned, is live on TalkSport tomorrow. Coverage gets underway from 11am on game day. <clears throat> that's how I have to say it. Anyway, this is the former Aston Villa striker Gabby Agbonlahor on their new club record signing Ollie Watkins and Jack Grealish's relationship with England manager Gareth Southgate. Managers can be stubborn, can't they? He's not called Grealish up. There's a few um, withdrawals from the squad and he's had to bring Jack because of maybe pressure from the media. So he's in the squad and he's probably thinking like, oh, he's not coming on. All right, Mason, man, get ready, you're on first. You know, like just being stubborn mm. when mm. really he should be like, Sitting play in training and think, you know what? I'll stop being stubborn here. I know I haven't called him up to start with, but I'll start him. Managers are stubborn, you know what they're like. Yeah, Grealish will bring it forward. Still Grealish, riding one challenge, cuts inside the penalty area. Still Jack Grealish goes. You put Jack in there, it's going to maybe take two players to be around him because yeah. one one defensive midfielder is not enough. So that'll open space for Sterling, for Sancho. Yeah. The problem against um, Denmark and Iceland was they didn't have that threat. So everyone could stay double up to um, Sterling, double up to, to Sancho because there's no threat in that number 10 position yeah. and Jack's just that player that um, England are crying out for yeah. and what I like is that it's not just Aston Villa fans crying for it, it's the yeah. whole country. When you come on, where did you, where did you go when you come on? On the right side, he's never played there in his life. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm laughing on watching the game thinking like, is Southgate trying to put him there on purpose so he doesn't it's have weird, a good game so he's have to call him up. But he's rolling square for Watkins who can side foot it in Two. Brentford double their lead. Anybody that's scored that many goals in a championship, it's going to come at a price. He's at a good age. Um, he's got a great um, sell-on value for the club as well. And I just feel that Dean Smith has probably thought signing of Samata, the signing of Wesley, they haven't worked, have they? They haven't got the goals. They haven't looked like Premier League strikers. So who's out there that he can go and get? They tried to get Wilson. Um, maybe Wilson wanted more money to go to Newcastle. So for me, the Watkins is the perfect signing. He's got pace, he's a goal scorer, and he's hungry. And he's played under Dean Smith before, so Dean Smith will get the best out of him. So I'm really excited for the signing. I know it's a big fee, but you might be looking back in a year's time and saying, wow, this, this lad scored 10 Premier League goals. Now, Ryan Fraser has maintained he had no option but to put himself first by turning down a short-term playing extension with Bournemouth after his contract there expired. Simon Jordan, Kate Price's ex-husband, believes Newcastle should expect more of the same from their new signing. We're talking about the reliability and the sustainability of a sport industry that says it's about team. These guys will run around the pitch kissing the badge and telling everybody how they feel about the football club. Come to the point where it's exceptional circumstances. Not in the normal world, Jim. Not in the world where his contract was coming to an end. The COVID-19 world that we live in. 
Where were you, mate? Gone. Wile E. Coyote. Usain Bolt down the road. Can't see his backside for dust. Well, I'll tell you where he is now. Lovely. He's, he's, at Newcastle. He's, a pre- he's a Premier League player. He's no longer a championship player. And he could have still, still been a Premier League uh, But his argument is... If I'd have played, we might not have been in the championship, so he'd have been a Premier League player with Bournemouth. But it didn't suit him to do so. And he could have done both. He could have sat there and got himself insured to make to, to take away the risk of any element of loss of revenue, loss of opportunity, and Bournemouth could have provided all solutions. He sat there and downed tools. And my perception, and I'm happy to be corrected, is I, I think that's wrong. I think it's poor. I think it's poor form. And I should think the Bournemouth fans probably think it's poor form. The idea that he couldn't have helped Bournemouth or Bournemouth couldn't have given him the comfort to either insure him if he injured himself in helping the club that gave him a career for seven years to avoid any injuries for his next opportunity for himself. There's something about that kind of sentiment that probably wraps up some of the parts of the football industry that are quite unpalatable. Because whilst you do have to look after yourself, there is a degree of something called integrity and responsibility and respect because you respected that club when you were getting what you wanted from it and now you don't when it doesn't suit you. Chelsea gaffer Frankie Lampard has been speaking to TalkSports. Ian Abrahams, the moose, ahead of their opening game of the season against Brighton. Not Ian Abrahams and Frank Lampard. It's not those two against Brighton. That's just stupid for you even to contemplate such a thing. I'm talking about Chelsea against Brighton. Come on, wake up. Anyway, Moosey started by asking Frank if he understands Chelsea's fans' expectations being high after their summer spending spree. I understand that, and I understand and I hope that Chelsea fans are excited because, you know, I'm not going to lie, we've, we've brought in what we feel are a high level of play that are going to improve our squad. At the same time, I also know what it takes to win Premier Leagues. Um, and I know that as a player, and I know when I look around us, and when you look at the teams that have dominated in recent years, and particularly your eye draws towards Liverpool and Manchester City, they are a story that has, has run over a few years. In, in their, their own paces at different times, but in terms of recruitment, in terms of coaching, in, in terms of improvement, I'm, I'm guessing on the training pitch that then relates to the pitch. So it's not a simple story that bringing players must win the league. That doesn't work that way. So we hope we will improve. I know expectations will be there. I won't hide away from those. My expectations this year are in a different on a different level from last year because of the different situation. So um, we want to improve, but we won't jump too far ahead of ourselves. Frank, it seems to me you were under no pressure at all last year but with the situation regarding the signings of players and obviously the fact you're a Chelsea legend. But now you've brought in the likes of Kai Havard, Ziyech, Timo Werner. Would you accept you're under a bit more pressure this year to succeed? I'm surprised if you feel that I was under no pressure last year. I think if you if you follow us around as close as you do and you follow the Chelsea job and the Chelsea manager, I don't think you can ever go through a season of, of no pressure because no matter what the strange circumstances, I think expectations to deliver are always there and the club is so big that there'll always be pressures. I thrive off those pressures and I enjoy them and I understand the different nature of the pressure coming this year. It's what I love doing. I, I didn't come into this job to to fight for fourth place. Although last year we know that that was an achievement and one of our goals that we set out and we got to. I didn't come here just to to bring academy players into the team and say I've made debuts for this many players. No, I came here to try and win. So any club at our level, I suppose, has to get try and tick the major boxes and recruitment is a huge part of that. This year we, we weren't Last year, we weren't able to recruit in a big way. I wasn't able to bring in players that I felt would maybe help the way I want us to go, the style that maybe I wanted to play. 
And this year, I have been able to have some impact on that. But more importantly, the club has made decisions to bring in players. So it changes the, la- the landscape, yes. I'm excited by that as much as feeling the pressure. Um, and we're ready to go, ready to work. Time now to check in with Drive Time with Adrian Durham and Darren Goff. Now, you may remember that earlier in the podcast, Jamie O'Hara made a big statement on Harry Kane. Well, this is Aid in his Premier League 2021 season predictions, claiming that Deli Alley will win the Player of the Year award. Oh, yeah, I've got some uh, other predictions here from uh, Adrian Durham. Just have a look at these. Um, Gemma Collins going to win uh, an Oscar for Best Actress. That's an interesting one, yeah. A couple of other ones. Uh, Alan Shearer's going to come out of retirement wear the number nine shirt for Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, good one, that eight. And now, let's see how one here. What's that one? And Alan Brazil will win Slimmer of the Year. Yeah, yeah, good predictions there from Adrian Darren. My number one prediction for next season is very, very simple. Deli Alley will win a Player of the Year award. Just watch out. He's getting to that age. Tottenham Player of the Year. He's got that. <laughs> he's got that. No, a PFA or a, or a football writer's proper Player of the Year award. But if he wins Spurs Player of the Year, yeah, I, I, I can counts, still claim yeah, it. Yeah, he claimed that, mate. <laughs> but Deli Alley for me, this is going to be the time. Hope okay. So. I, I thought he needed a move. That's probably not going to happen. And judging by what I've seen on this uh, documentary, it looks like Jose can work with him. They understand each other. And he can get the best out of him. I think he was better last season than a lot of people uh, make mm. out. So Deli Ali to win a Player of the Year awards. I'm Alan Brazil, and this is Talksport Daily. Now the Southampton boss Ralph Hassenhuntley has been speaking with Talksport's Ian Abrahams ahead of their opening game of the season against Crystal Palace. Not Ian Abrahams and Ralph, because of course that would be stupid. Because two people, as I explained earlier, I mean, I don't know why he didn't understand it the first time. He can't have the moose and Hassan Hunt playing against Crystal Palace. There's a number of reasons why it won't work. Right? First, you can't have 2v11. Right? So that's that's not going to happen. Secondly, I don't know what Ralph is like nowadays. I know the Moose is appalling at football. Um, thirdly, well, just two reasons, actually. So maybe it is there. Anyway, the Moose asked Ralphie how proud he was of James Ward-Prowse and Danny Ings after they returned from England duty. It's fantastic for them. Um, to be honest... Um, for me as a coach, it's, it's, it's yes, it's a sign of, of that we did a good job uh, for preparing for the new season. It's uh, not so fantastic, I think. Uh, but the good thing is that they were coming back fit, and um, yeah, now they can't uh, could work two days with the team, and hopefully on the weekend they they uh, are immediately on on a, on a on a good performance. And Adrian Durham will provide you with all the goals as they go in from Sellers Park tomorrow on game day. Time now to check in with Hugh Wizzlecroft on kickoff and the Mirrors, Darren Lewis and Clinton Morrison. All talking football, would you believe, on a football show called Kickoff. Oh, there's a surprise. Clinton, who do you think is going to be a star performer? We're going to probably talk about Chelsea later on in the show, but they've done some fantastic business. Some of those um, players that they've signed there, I expect them to have an excellent season. Everton, really good business. I still feel they probably need a centre-forward. I like Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison, but I think the three players they brought in, Decore, Alan, who is a good holding mid-player from Napoli, and James Rodriguez, exciting. If you think about how he was three or four years ago, really exceptional player. So I think they've done good business. But two teams I will pick out that have done really I think decent business is Sheffield United and people will look it's because I know these um, three players that they brought in I know all of them Max Lowe Jaden Bogle and Ethan Ampadu let me tell you something when I was at Exeter 
and I was coming towards the end of my career. I played with Ethan Ampadu. He was 15 years of age. You know, word of a lie. He was like he was like a 35 year old. He was he was telling people where to go in training. He finished training. We were on our way back. He had to rush back to school. I was driving home after training. I saw him walking in his school uniform. He, he's a, yes, Darren. He's a, an amazing footballer. So I think now this is his season to go and shine at Sheffield United. He's a special player and he's a humble kid as well. And of course, we finish with the best bits of my show. That's Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm. This is what happened on last night's show, in case you missed it. And if you did miss it, well, we're no longer friends. Hello, my friends. Good evening to you. Happy Thursday. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein Sports Bar with me, Andy Goldstein, over there, the fumble with Zach Lover. Oh, I've got another new top on this, Jason Sunday. Has anyone seen Jack Wilshere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big question. TalkSport understands that Jack Wilshere's days at West Ham are well and truly numbered. So here we go, gang. Get involved in this one. What next for him? And would you have him at your club? Whoever you support, would you have Jack Wilshere? Can he still do a job for someone? Um, so firstly, before we get on to Jack, mm. just tell us exactly how that works. So a player's got a contract left, but how does it work <coughs> that the club are going to terminate? What happens? Well, it, it's how the two the player and the club come to an agreement about... So when they say ripped up, terminated, it's going to be a mutual agreement, this. Now, West Ham clearly feel that he is no longer going to be part of their plans. So for Jack Wilshere's future now, he, he's he got two choices. Either he can stay there, of course he can, and pick up every single penny of his wages, but he knows he's not going to have any part of that. Now, clearly his injuries have hampered his career. That's been a massive problem for him. Mm. And if he's not going to be part of David Moyes' plans, I think that the, the most sensible and, and mature thing to do is to sit around the table and say, do you know what, look, yeah, let's, how can we sort this out? So let's say, so he's on what, five and a half grand, five and a half million a year, right? Let's say five million for the sake of this conversation. They may want West Ham to save themselves a million, possibly do a, a deal, four million up front, three and a half up front, see if they can save some money their end. Mm. He gets the, a, a lump, Obviously, it's going to be taxed, but that, that that lump of his contract paid up early, and then he can go and find another club. He joined West Ham in 2018. He's played 16 times. I, I know what it's like, because my career... You know, injuries can leave your career in a very short space of time. In, you, can have, you can have three or four injuries in the space of, I don't know, maybe two and a half, three years, and you can end up... You can rack up, rack up maybe 15 games in mm, that time. Mm. If you can't get yourself fit, and when you're fit, you can't stay fit... It's really tough. And the club, clearly it was, a, it was a risk. It was a gamble. It was a punt they felt was worth, was worth taking because he's an excellent player, Jack. I mean, he's a brilliant player when fit. And it just hasn't worked out for him. Right, let me tell you about all the live football that's coming up on TalkSport over the weekend. My goodness, I need a deep breath. Here we go. See if I can do it in one. Here we go. Tonight at 7.45, it's Watford against Middlesbrough in the Championship. It's exclusively live to TalkSport 2. Then tomorrow, that's Saturday, half past 12 kickoff. Fulham against Arsenal, also in the Premier League, and also live and exclusive to TalkSport. Half past five, you can hear exclusive live commentary of Liverpool against Leeds. Come on, the Leeds. Oh, feels dirty even saying that. And at 8 o'clock, live and exclusive commentary of West Ham United against Newcastle United. Then on Sunday, you can hear live exclusive commentary on TalkSport 2 of Ipswich against Wigan. That's nearly it for a cracking podcast, dare I say. I'm back today from 4pm with Frey Bentos on Drive. Yes, our brand new Drive Time show, me and Darren Bent, every single Friday from 4pm. So make sure you join us for that. And even if you can't, if you've got a radio diary, just put in 
that you did join us for that. There will be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks with Daily Podcast out first thing Monday morning, so make sure you download and subscribe and all that nonsense. Until then, I'll see you back here today at 4pm for more of the same. In the meantime, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The Talk Sport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their Golden Glow Body Set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for smooth, glowing skin, while the Glow & Go Facial Set provides spa-level results at home. Both sets come in giftable boxes with savings up to $48 and free shipping for a limited time. For 10% off your first order site-wide, go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM.